Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about, do I need to work out to lose weight? So ladies, this conversation stemmed from a Zoom call that I actually had with one of my clients earlier this morning, where we started to really talk about like different fad diets. And she's been with me for actually like a few rounds of training. And we always kind of have come up to this one spot. And I think this is a really amazing topic to cover because I think a lot of you ladies assume that just because you join a program, you're going to lose weight. Well, I would love for that to be true if your mindset and where you're at just mentally is in a different spot. It doesn't really matter what program you join until you kind of face those levels. And if you've been listening to my podcast like recently or in the past or whatever, you'll notice that I always talk about new levels and new devils. And the thing is, is that you're going to keep hitting the same level and the same problem until you get over it or through it. And basically until you work through that in order to see the changes that you need to see. So when we're talking about this, I thought this was an amazing example because there's a lot of like different stereotypes that we kind of had to go through today in order to like break through for her and get her to that next level. And I'm actually really excited to see what she does with this over the next few weeks. So basically, I'm going to give you guys a bit of an example and then we'll kind of like go into like the workout and cardio and the whole like nutrition and what's more important and that kind of thing. Because I think examples sometimes are way more relatable and it's easier for you to kind of see yourself in these examples than for me to just explain and then you go, okay, this is just a much more like fitness information. Like, what do I do with this? I could just read this online, right? So when we're looking, so what was basically happening is every single time we were trying to get her to eat roughly around 17 to 1800 calories. That seems to be like her sweet spot right now. That's where she's at. That's where she starts to lose weight. And every single day it was like 2000, 2000, 2000. And this woman works hard. This is not someone who is like just kind of eating whatever. This isn't someone who's just like giving up and rolling over. This is someone who's like having her smoothies for breakfast. Then she has her like, you know, salad with potatoes and her protein for lunch. Then she has her dinner. Then she's like, like she's trying. She's really trying. She gets her workouts in. She's drinking her water. Like I'm super proud of her. She's doing fantastic. Her habits have definitely evolved, right? But she just keeps running into the same situation, which is every day she's hitting these 2000 calories, 2000 calories, 2000 calories which is not by any means, 2000 calories is not a lot of food for like most people, but it just depends on where you're at. And again, in other episodes, we've talked about that where just because like you may on a calculator say that you have to eat 2,500 calories, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's where you're at, where your body's at. So sometimes you have to build up to that. So that's kind of what we've been doing right now. And we've just kind of gone through these like different areas where she's been eating that, that amount of calories and like, what's going on? So I jumped on a call with her and I was like, hey, so like, let's talk about it. What's happening? And, you know, she's having MCT oil in her smoothie in the morning. And then, you know, she's like scared to eat fruit and she's not really sure. Like after dinner, it just seems to be like she just eats anything and everything. And she's like, I feel like I'm emotionally eating and binge eating and all these things. And I'm like, well, are you though? Like realistically, when I calculated all her food for the day, I was like, you're eating like 1200 calories by five o'clock. Like, to be honest, if I was eating 1200 calories after eating three meals, 
and I sat down, I'd probably be really hungry and I'd probably eat a whole bunch of food too, right? So it's like looking at that. It's like, so, you know, instead of focusing on stress eating, emotionally eating, things like that, I'm like, well, how are you feeling at the end of the day? She's like, I'm run down. I'm tired. I don't feel good. Like, I'm just like, oh, like I'm just tired, right? I just want to sit. I'm like, well, that is also something that we need to work on. But when you like look at through like everything within her day and her exercise and all this kind of stuff, it's like, it just doesn't make sense that she's like beating herself down for overeating and all this stuff. But I'm like, girl, you're just hungry. Like you're literally just hungry. Like I would be hungry too if I was eating that little, right? Like it's, and it's not uncommon that when you do leave yourself for say like you leave like for the entire day or whatever, and then you have about 1200 calories by six o'clock. The problem is, is that like, at that point, you're so hungry that you're going to reach for very palatable foods. You're going to reach for carbs and fats and sugars. And like your body, when it's super hungry and needs like calories or energy immediately, it's not going to be like, let's go eat two chicken breasts. Chicken breasts take a long time to digest. Or it's like, let's go eat some high complex carbs and some like delicious, delicate, like it's not going to do that. It's going to be like, what's quick? What's easy? What can I eat? That's like high calorie, high fat, high carb, high sugar, whatever. And like, that's what I want, right? So the thing is, is like, she's been so busy, like being upset about like what she's been eating that realistically, like, it's just more so like a habit problem that we had to change. So it's like, when you really look like that's the symptom. And we talk about this a lot. That's the symptom. The problem is, is that she's not eating consistently or she's not eating enough throughout the day to actually fuel what she's doing. And I think her BMR was sitting around like 16 or 1700 calories. Like I'm really trying to push these calories up. But the problem is, is that we have too many inconsistencies and like foods all over the place, mindsets all over the place. So I'm like, we have to start somewhere. So I'm like, okay, let's start here. And we'll just like kind of work from there. But it's like, she's always trying to get into different areas. So we're going to basically be trying just for you ladies who are like, I'm in the same spot. What do I do? She's actually going to be trying having a snack between lunch and dinner on her way home of like a banana. She's going to try and have a protein bar or something like that. And then having dinner and then seeing how her cravings are at night and then kind of go from there. And she asked a really interesting question because obviously like we've brought up already like MCT oils. We brought up like all these other things. She was really asking like, you know, should I be drinking this? Should I be taking this? And, and the thing is, is like, I never tell people what they should or shouldn't take, but I do ask them why they are taking it. So for example, why are you adding MCT oil into the, your morning routine? For most of these ladies, it's going to be, yeah, I'm having MCT and oil in the morning because I read something online that keto is fantastic. And that's why I'm taking it because we need branch chain or like we need of BCAAs now. But we need these like these chains of fat, you know, for our brain and for our health and all this kind of stuff, which like whatever, if that's why you're taking it, cool beans, like none of my business, right? Or if it's like, hey, I took it because someone told me that we were gaining, like I was going to gain fat unless I like started putting butter in my coffee in the morning. And that's like, you know, optimal brain health and how I'm going to lose weight. Then I'm probably going to be like, maybe we need to talk about that. So I think it's really important also like as like a coach, but also like when you're looking at other people's like, and I'm sure like you ladies do this too, when you see like other ladies doing things. It's like, before you judge what they're doing, ask people why they're doing it. Okay. Because like, it's really none of your business. Like, I don't care if you take MCT oil. I don't care if you eat three protein scoops a day. Like, honestly, it's not the best thing for you, but at the same time, it's none of my business. It's your body. I can give you some suggestions. I can give you some tips, but at the same time, I want to know what is causing you or what makes you want to do this so that I can understand where your thought process is coming from. So then I can help you. Right. Because it doesn't do anything to tell you to not to have MCT oil when you are dead set against, you're like passionate about keto and you love this and whatever, like it's not going to happen. Like I'm not going to change your perspective, but at the same time, I want to see where your perspective is coming from so that I can understand it. So then, then we can talk about it. Right. And this is going to get into the workouts and the nutrition ladies, but this is an important piece. So when you're looking at workouts and when you're looking at nutrition and when you're looking at fat loss, which is the, like the episode of today, right? Do I need to work out to lose weight? It's like, we need to understand where people are coming from first mentally and also physically before you get there. Okay. So in terms of that, when we're looking at this, so after we kind of talked about all this, she goes, you know what? Well, Sam, like, how do I, 
lose weight then? Like, is it like more important for my, me to get my workouts in? Should I be going to a gym? Like I straight up just looked at her and I was like, you know what? Like I'll be a hundred percent honest as much as workouts are amazing and they create the shape and they, you know, have all this active muscle tissue and things like that. And like, ladies, if you're looking for like actual fat loss, I feel like a lot of you ladies, this is what stemmed this kind of this podcast is that a lot of you ladies, when you miss like one or two workouts, you freak out because you think that you need to work out in order to lose weight. You're like, oh my God, I'm not going to lose weight because I didn't work out. Workouts are like two to 300 calories. If you're like super like crazy fit and doing like strength workouts, maybe five to six, maybe. And like, also your like fitness tracker is also pretty wrong. So you know what I mean? Like, grain of salt here people but like when you're looking at that it's like it's very 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 unlikely that you're going to lose weight just by lifting I'm sure you know tons of ladies who lift all the time and they don't lose a ton of weight right and it's just because that's lifting is great it's more of a long-term play while nutrition and steps are a short-term play if you need to like figure out or like classify it nutrition and steps short-term muscle gaining long-term okay You've all seen those amazing transformations. They're always like three to five years out, right? And it's something that you should do. And it is something that's very good for you. And it helps with like your muscle gain and it helps with like your bone density and it helps with like strengthening tendons and ligaments. And when you get older and like independence and obviously like strength and confidence and all these kind of things. But when you're looking strictly at fat loss, nutrition and steps are king, 100%. I've had tons of ladies, they're like three, four, 500 pounds and they've lost over two, three, 400 pounds just by doing nutrition and steps. Okay, I'm not saying workouts don't help, but sometimes people are in a spot where they can't work out. Sometimes they're in a spot where their knees hurt so bad or they actually can't do most exercises because they're either overweight or whatever, but they can always change their nutrition. And so the thing is, ladies, and this is what kills me when people are like, oh, well, I can't focus on this. So there's no way that I can do a program or I can't do whatever. I understand that. But at the same time, you can always focus on your nutrition. So don't give me that shit. Honestly, that is the one excuse that always kills me because I'm like, no. No, 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 no. Because the main reason the things that most of you ladies are struggling with right now is your nutrition. So if you cannot work out, you can still focus on your nutrition and you should be focusing on your nutrition because you know, and I know that it's not in the spot that you want, right? So regardless of if the scale moves, regardless of if anything happens, you still should be focusing on your nutrition because you know that you can make changes to it and you know that you're not feeling as good as you could. And it's like, the thing is, is like, if you're not doing it on your own, you're probably not, and you're not doing it on a program, you're not going to do it any better on your own either. It's like one or the other, right? And some people like do fantastic with it, but it just depends on where you are in terms of like habits and building things up and things like that. So when you're looking at nutrition, ladies, nutrition is going to be key in terms of fat loss, nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. Okay. And when you think of nutrition, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like it's not like perfect nutrition is key. No, it's the portions and it's the amounts and it's like the amounts that you're eating. And yes, obviously, like, I think a lot of you ladies are smart enough to know that like certain nutrition is going to be like certain foods are better than other foods. You know that already. You guys aren't stupid. You know that, right? But it's like, how do I deal with the foods that I don't confident eating? Or how do I deal with the foods that I feel like are going to make me gain weight, right? That's the thing that you really want to think about as opposed to the stuff where it's like, you know, as much as it's like great, eat healthy all the time. I've been completely transparent, especially on this podcast. I don't want to eat healthy all the time. I think that's super boring. And honestly, I admire people who are able to incorporate different foods that they enjoy and still lose weight or see progress as opposed to the people who are like super strict all the time. Because in my personal opinion, it's sure it's like takes a lot of discipline to be really restrictive. I think in this like day and age, I guess I hate using that term, but like I'm going to say it. I think it takes more effort to have a moderate approach on lifestyle because the odds of you overeating or overindulging or like having more takeout options or things like that is way higher than the odds of like, just like being super restrictive. Like it's really easy to be like, I'm never going to a restaurant ever again. 
Like I'm never doing that. It's not easy, but it's still, once you have that like in the back of your head, you like never do it. And if you don't walk into the restaurant, then there's like a low probability that you're going to do it. But the thing is, is like, if you're like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to only do it sometimes, or I'm going to be moderate with it, or I'm going to watch what I eat or like things like that. Like, it's like, I find that to be more respectable in my personal opinion. Y'all don't have to agree just because I think it shows that like, you've actually come from a place where like, maybe you were restrictive or maybe you were eating very healthy. Then you were on the other spectrum where you were like eating like crap or like, I I don't know. I hate doing like the good and bad foods, but anyways, you get what I'm saying, right? Then you're on the other side, you're eating takeout all the time, you're eating all these drinks and blah, 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 all this stuff. And then you find this happy medium and you're able to incorporate both and still see progress. I think that takes a lot more work and it shows like that individual has done a lot of like mental work and physical work in order to get there. And I really do admire that. So when you're looking at your nutrition, that's kind of the spot that we kind of like, you know, aim to be at where it's like, you can have these things and not feel like you have to eat all of it or like feel super restricted or anything like that. And then there's the opposite where it's like, you know, we're super restrictive all the time and doing all these kind of things. So there's two different sides to that. So with that, nutrition is going to be king, okay? Then with the workouts, so where do workouts play then? Because obviously if we just said nutrition and steps and overall movement is key and like neat movement, like how you move and like even as I'm doing this podcast, like I'm moving around, I'm always like using my hands like all the time, right? That's going to be one of the things that is also going to be an attributing factor. If you're someone who moves more, you're going to find that it's going to be a little bit easier to lose weight because you literally could move between two to 600 calories just by fidgeting. Like you literally can burn so many calories just by fidgeting. If you're someone who just naturally moves a little bit more, again, things like that are going to play a big difference in the overall fat loss. So general movement and nutrition, I'm going to say it again, are king. Okay. The next thing though, when we look at workouts is what do workouts and what is the purpose of me working out? Why the hell should I work out then if you just said nutrition and movement is king? Well, when you don't, when you are someone who is not basically like working out, what you're going to find is it's going to be much harder for you to get to the level of leanness that you want to. And the perfect example is when I competed, I had to get hella lean, like stupid freaking lean. Okay. Like stupid lean, like almost kill myself lean because I didn't have as much muscle mass as I thought I did. Right. So I knew I had like some muscle. I thought I had more than I did and definitely had to get like stupid lean. I think I probably could have gotten a little less lean than I was, but definitely it was more of like me sitting in a bikini and like could have just put that on and and walked on stage. Like, to be honest, right. Like it was like, I did not have a ton of muscle mass at the time. And I got way more shredded than I was supposed to for bikini anyways. Like I got absolutely ripped. But to get to that point, because that's where I thought I had to be at, was a lot of work, a lot of dedication, but also I had to get a lot leaner than I thought I had to, that I was supposed to get. So the thing is, is like when you're trying to get like very lean or if you want to be toned or things like that, if you have more muscle mass, you're going to find that you can look leaner at a higher body fat percentage. Like I look leaner now than I did for most of my competition prep, just because I have more muscle mass. I can see my shoulders. I can see my abs. I have like good glute definition. My legs are defined. My arms are decent, like things like that. You know what I mean? My back has definition. And it's just because like, I'm probably 30 or 40 pounds heavier than I was on stage, but I can see more muscle definition now than I could almost on stage. Obviously, like it's not as like defined because I was ripped, but at the same time, it's like, I did not have a lot of muscle mass at the time. Right. So when you don't have a lot of muscle mass, it takes a lot more and it takes you getting a lot leaner in order for you to see that definition as opposed to building the muscle mass, which is also quite fun. Then you can also get to that point. The other thing is, is that when you do have more muscle mass, you do have more active tissue. Now, I think people get really confused. Active lean mass does have a certain like percentage that you can burn more calories and eat more food and things like that. But it definitely is not as much as you think it is. Like, it's not like, I have more muscle mass so I can eat a thousand extra calories. It doesn't really play that way. 
And although like your thermic effect does go up, it's not as evident as you think it is. Like it's not like a crazy amount. However, again, you're able to stay leaner and eat more food because your muscle is more active. So if I basically, like, if you think of it this way, if you're carrying extra fat mass, it's almost like carrying a backpack on your back. You carry it around and you move it with you and all that kind of stuff. Okay. If you have extra muscle mass, every time I move my arm, every time I move my head, every time I move my legs, my muscle mass is also moving with me. Okay. So it requires muscle to move my arms, to move my legs, to move my abs, to move everything, right? It requires muscles. So the thing is, is like, you're going to be using more active tissue because your body's like, oh, she keeps breaking this down and rebuilding it. She keeps using it. So what happens is when you're eating foods and things like that, there's going to be more food and more like nutrients allocated towards your muscle mass because your body's like, hey, she's using this quite a bit. We're going to need this for later, right? Whereas like if they're more dormant and like you don't use them as often in terms of resistance training, then what happens is your body just burns or like basically uses a little bit less calories, basically uses a less calories during like your movements and things like that. Right. So that's kind of the issue there is like more. So it's like, it's just like you can burn a little bit more calories, but also you're going to be able to create like, or you're going to be able to sustain a leaner physique at the same time. Make sense. So ladies, again, for fat loss workouts key, because like we want to like, kind of like the shape that we're at. So I would say like, so nutrition steps are going to be king and then workouts and stuff are more so like build the shape that you want while like nutrition and steps are going to create the size that you want. Okay. So if it basically, like if you're not moving a lot and you're not eating the amounts of food that you're supposed to be eating, you're going to find that the size that you are is not the size that you might want to be. And then you're going to find that if you're not working out, that you're not going to find that definition and that tone and that strength that you're looking for. Right. And that's also going into, there's other, obviously like there's other like benefits as well, but we're just going to keep it at that for today. Okay. Cause again, it's been about 20 minutes. I feel like that's more than enough stuff for you guys for one day. So digest that. And yeah, I think that kind of covers everything. So I hope you ladies have the best day ever. If you guys are looking to lose fat, gain muscle and do all the fun things in terms of fitness, this is a really good starting spot for you. And I just want to thank my client for the conversation today, because without her, this podcast probably wouldn't have happened because this isn't something that I thought about for a really long time. I was like, this is, I feel like I talked about a lot and I haven't talked about this in probably about a year. So this is a really good one. So I hope you ladies have the best freaking day ever. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.